Support for OPB comes from our members and from our sponsors, like Tracy Ray from the employment law firm of Baron Lehman. Tracy says that OPB sponsorship is a great way to support the community and connect with Baron Liebman's clients. This is Think Out Loud on OPB. I'm Dave Miller. Last month, we talked with the owners of two of the first psilocybin service centers in Oregon, or in the country for that matter. After that conversation aired, I got an email. Vivian Anderson said that she was scheduled to have a supervised psilocybin session at Epic Healing in Eugene in just two weeks. I am 88 years old, she wrote, and had been trying to obtain healing from PTSD that resulted from childhood abuse when I was 13 years old. I wrote to Vivian to ask if she would feel comfortable talking about her decision to use psilocybin with the idea of doing interviews both before and after her session. She said yes, and we're going to hear those interviews today. Our first conversation was just a day before her session. I asked if she remembered when she started hearing about psychedelic therapy. Oh, it's been quite a while. Um, several years ago, you interviewed um, Paul Stamets, the uh, mycologist from um, Seattle, and uh, he had written a number of books, and his conversation with you was just so interesting about the fascinating life that mushrooms have under the ground. And uh, I just kept reading, and then he also has a book about um, psychedelics and psilocybin. And I thought, wow, that sounds great. And it just seemed like it was such a benefit for so many people that have, especially like PTSD and so forth. And and then I found out that the government had put it on a Schedule 1, and it was illegal to use. So I just kind of, you know how those, you keep in touch with those kinds of things. You know, you keep growing and you look around and you're finding all kinds of information. And then came the news that um, people were really working on this and um, trying to get it off Schedule 1. And must have been a couple of years ago, I was talking to someone and she said that she had tried it, uh, psilocybin, and it was just such a pleasant, wonderful experience. And then last October, um, I belong to a Buddhist organization that offers uh, courses from time to time, just a seven-day course. So I enrolled in that, and it just came through, you know, on my computer, and I watched every day, and these were people who have been, well, first of all, they had the knowledge to go to Peru and other South American countries that were providing it, and lo and behold, they have been using it for all these years, and not just once, but they found it so helpful for their spiritual and personal growth that they could do it more than once. There were scientists who were working at Johns Hopkins Hospital, and they were developing therapies. Some had made excellent progress on Alzheimer's. So um, I really was so interested in that. And then sometime in May came the announcement that the very first service provider in the entire country had been given a license to provide this 
psilocybin therapy, and it was right here in Oregon, and lo and behold, it's just down in Eugene. Have you ever had any kind of psychedelic experience before? <laughs> no, no. I don't even smoke cigarettes, so no, <laughs> nothing at all. Huh. Well, <laughs> so what made you decide that you would try this? I mean, because as you're describing it, this is over the last couple years, um, you've heard and learned more and more about psychedelic therapies and therapeutics for different reasons and in different places. But that's different than saying, I want to do this myself. Why are you well, interested yes. in it? Well, from everything I heard, especially from my friend who told me her experience, and um, I had been um, diagnosed with PTSD oh, about 15 years ago. And uh, I just couldn't find, I had never been referred to someone who could help me with that. And uh, I thought, well, maybe this could help. And then in May, when I found out that the Epic Healing Center in Eugene was going to offer the service, I went to her website and she said, you know, uh, sign up if you want my newsletters. And then one day, our wait list is now open. So I thought, well, I'll put my name on it. And as I'm putting my name on the wait list, I thought, why am I doing this? They already had about a thousand names on it. And I thought, oh man, you know, they'll never get to my name. But I went ahead and put it, my name on. And oh, it was only just in August, I was contacted from the center. And are you still interested in going forward? And I said, yes. And well, I'll call you tomorrow. So, okay. All of a sudden, here I am going down today and having a session tomorrow. It's, it's kind of surprising. Hmm. <laughs> what are you hoping for from the session? Well, you know, I found that hard to articulate when I was talking to um, Heather on the phone. And then right she, after she is, that, Heather is somebody I, from the, the service center? Yes, Heather was uh, also appeared in the video with Kathy Jonas, who is the owner and the therapist. And she and Heather have been working together. Heather is a retired registered nurse. And so she is um, involved with this whole process. So as I was trying to explain it to Heather, it's pretty hard to put into words. And then the next day, I read this article and the current issue of the Buddhist Review, and I thought, oh, this is such an elegant and succinct statement of what I would like to obtain from this. It's this connection and wholeness and healing. And so that's I, I that's what I want, this, this healing and connection. So I don't have any preconceived notions. I, you know, I'm not saying I, this is what I want and that's it. And whatever happens is fine. I know it will be good and maybe there won't be anything spectacular. And as all of these people said on that program I watched, and the whole thing was this evolves over your lifetime. It isn't a one-time, you know, epiphany. It, it evolves. And I will say, in association with that course, was a movie they had made called Beyond Shock and Awe. And they were dealing with uh, vets 
from Afghanistan who had numerous tours of duty. And they were some pretty, oh, desperate people. They had so many problems. So they'd have a camp in Florida where they would take these vets, quite a large group of them, and they'd stay maybe a week or so. And they would have the psilocybin, and the dramatic change in them was just so heartwarming to see how they have gone from being really emotionally devastated, and their their faces were light and clear, and it just seems like they seem so free. Hmm. And so um, that's what I'm hoping for, and I know it's going to evolve or for a, a long time. You're 88 years old right now. How long have you been looking for this healing or the the wholeness as you described it? Um, Since 1960. Hmm. What have you tried already in terms of other approaches or treatments? Well, they are always referring me to uh, therapists. I was a practitioner of Reiki because that offered so many healing modalities. Uh, I have tried every kind of therapy that I heard of, and um, they haven't seemed to do, have been very much help. That's why I'm quite open and looking forward to this. Are you afraid about any part of this experience? No, that's a strange thing. And perhaps because watching all those people who just seem so alive and so healthy. And then you interviewed Kathy Jonas just a couple of weeks ago. Oh, and I had a two-hour Zoom meeting with her. And just looking at her and Heather together, they're so bright and cheerful and alive and, you know, just energetic and enthusiastic. And how would you not want that? So, yes. <laughs> hmm. You're doing something you've never done at the age of 88. Do you think of yourself <laughs> as an adventurous person? <laughs> oh, um, no. I've I've always lived with this sense of, Fear and dread, that's always been right there in the back of my mind. That goes along with that PTSD. Um, So, um, no, so much of my life I have wanted to do, but uh, I've been afraid to do. And uh, always, there's always this fear in the back of my mind and anxiety. So, um, if I got rid of that, that would be wonderful. What have you heard from friends or family about your decision? Well, so far, I've only told my sister who came to visit me last week to be with me on my birthday. And it just, you know, was kind of, I wondered if I should tell her. And all of a sudden, the conversation just, there was the opportunity. And she said, oh, I know just what you mean. She had been watching something like this on television with a woman. And she said, if I had known... I would have changed my plans and come later so that I could drive you to Eugene and be with you. And, oh, that would have been so wonderful. But this, you know, 
I hadn't told anyone. She's the first one, and she's so enthusiastic about it. That made me feel good. So um, when I come home from Eugene, then I will send, I'm the oldest of seven, and I will send out a family letter like we do from time to time when we have things to share. And I'll say, well, just what, guess what happened to me? And I will tell them the story. <laughs> have you already planned to listen to any music during your experience? I hadn't planned it, no, because um, Kathy said that they would arrange something for me. So there's nothing in particular you want to hear after um, after taking your psilocybin? What, what I am really fond of is that um, oh, the new age music that I always played when I was also a massage therapist and uh, during my Reiki sessions. And that's that kind of, you know, no words and soothing music and lovely sounds, that kind of a thing. But she has plans, and uh, she knows what would be appropriate, so I'm just leaving that to her. Vivian, it was a pleasure talking with you. I, I hope your trip provides you what you want, and I look forward to talking again. Well, thank you, Dave. This has been a wonderful opportunity, and I look forward to getting back with you afterwards. So, good. All right, take care. We'll talk again. Thank you. Bye. Bye. That's Vivian Anderson, who is 88 years old and lives in Woodburn. We talked the day before her supervised psilocybin session. Oregon is the first state in the country to have legalized the supervised use of the hallucinogenic drug. About a week after we talked, I got a long email from Vivian. I'm home was a subject line. She wrote about the trauma she endured as a child, including within her family, She noted that she did not feel comfortable talking publicly about that trauma, but she said she was interested in sharing some aspects of her psychedelic experience, an experience of ferocious intensity. So I called her up and we talked again. As a reminder, when she mentions Kathy, that's Kathy Jonas. She's the owner of Epic Healing in Eugene, and she facilitated Vivian's session. Vivian, hello, this is Dave Miller. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well, thanks. Let's talk about what you experienced last week. Do you remember what it felt like when the psilocybin started to kick in? Yes. The um, First, I became very cold. It seemed like it was the kind of cold that blankets wouldn't help. And Kathy said that that means it's working. Um, As that went on, I had became more intense, and I began to feel rather strange. I asked Kathy, is it it okay to be afraid? And she said, yes, it's okay. And she was there uh, next to me. I could hold her hand when I needed it. And um, I understand plant medicines have an intelligence of their own, and they go where they are needed, and they do it is needed, and I just had to endure what they decided was going to empty me of this 75 years of trauma I've carried around, and uh, it I never would have imagined that it would take that kind of 
response from me, things involuntarily coming out of my body, the sounds and the contortions of my body and the way it was thrashed around. And uh, this went on and became more and more intense and not recognizing any of how could you imagine those sounds coming out of you? And and it just seems like I couldn't take any more, and it would kind of gradually calm down, and I'd have a rest period, and I could feel the next wave starting. And that just continued for the next several hours until... Uh, it began to, uh, at one point, Kathy said that the healing has begun, it's working, and that was very gratifying to know that, well, it, this has been worth it. So. Hmm. Because, so she said the healing has begun, but but it seems like what you were experiencing was was much scarier and more intense. Yes, uh, I had no idea that the, the trauma of all those years would sound like that. Who, who could have imagined that all that was bottled up inside of you and this plant medicine just allowed it to come out? And as uh, I'm sure the voice, all those horrible sounds I made was, were carrying all this trauma and pain and anxiety and fear that I felt all these 75 years, that that is what it was doing. And uh, there have been, I know one comment I received was, huh, all the old hippie stuff is back and it's legal. And I can't, I, I, I want to emphasize that this is was not some old hippie trip from the 60s. This is not anything that you could imagine. And if there were times I remember once feeling if I had known what it was going to be like, would I have had the courage? And right at that time, um, I said, no, I would not have volunteered for this. I did not know I had that kind of courage. Hmm. Meaning, if you had known in advance how intense and scary this was, how much, I mean, in a sense, you would be screaming, screaming out as you're describing it, trauma from 75 years ago, you wouldn't have gone through with this. No, I wouldn't. But that's different than how you feel about having gone through it. I mean, which I guess this gets us to the the integration session, which is just to remind folks, that is the way this is now set up in Oregon. First, you, you have a meeting beforehand to talk about what the experience is going to be like. You have the session itself and then what's called an integration session. What was that like for you? That just was uh, an hour of a Zoom meeting with Kathy. Uh, how are things going? And um, be kind to yourself. It's going to take a while. And uh, we're just kind of settling down. It was kind of like a settling down. 
and for some people, well, for everyone, integrating that into your life uh, takes the rest of your life. So that went very well, and I felt very good by the time that was over with. Hmm. So even though you, if you had known in advance what it was going to be like, you might not have done it, it seems like you are still happy that you did do it. Oh, yes. And since that time, I have thought truly it was worth it to achieve what, the medicine provided for me. It was worth going through it. And I must say, too, that oh, this was after the most intense sessions had gone through. And I suddenly had this thought, and I cried out to Kathy, this, this isn't selfish. This wasn't for myself. I did this for my brothers and sisters I'm the oldest of seven, and some years ago, um, in one of my um, Buddhist classes I was taking, I heard, maybe I guess for the first time, about intergenerational trauma and how it had to be healed rather than keep passing on. And I said, well, I thought, I want to do that. I want to be the one to end this. Hmm. And if uh, if that's what it took to end the intergenerational trauma of my family, then it was well worth it. Hmm. Many people who have major psychedelic experiences talk about some feeling of wholeness or connection to the universe or to other people. They often describe it as a kind of transcendent, positive feeling of connection. Did you experience anything like that in addition to the intense revisiting of of decades-old trauma that you've talked about? Yes. <laughs> um, suddenly, I was enveloped by intense light that just flooded down from the universe, and it enfolded me, and I read, I lifted up my arms and tried to embrace it, and all I could say, the light, the light. And I just reveled in the intensity of that light and feeling it around me and thinking so much. There are so many spiritual traditions that speak of the light, and to think that I had... and. I think it's a validation. I'm sure it was a validation of what I had just gone through. And so that was very meaningful for me. And that certainly, too, uh, made it worthwhile. I would never have experienced that Hmm. intense light and the beauty of it and just the overwhelming I think joy, too, of receiving that kind of a a benediction. I I felt like it was a grace. Hmm. So, yes, that was very profound, and I'm so grateful for that. You'd said that, as you've heard, integrating this experience into your life is the work of the the rest of, of one's life. Do you have a sense yet, it's, but it's only been a, a week and, and a couple days since you had this experience, but 
do you already have a sense for how it might change you? No, that was something to uh, discuss with Kathy and the integration. Um, uh, certainly she knows it from her experiences and all the people that and uh, through the courses I've taken when, you know, there was that great wave back in the 60s of people going to India and finding the teachers and bringing that teaching back here and setting up meditation centers and, and doing university work and everything that they always expressed. It takes a lifetime to integrate that. And I feel, well, at 88, you know, um, I don't know how much time I have. And as I, I told my brother when he emailed me the other day, I said, well, if I die tomorrow, it was worth it. I, Yes, it was worth it. And I don't care, you know, how much time it takes or if I don't have any time. And I'm sure at my age, you know, I'm not likely to get some kind of a degree and go on to this great career. I'm just happy now that my daily life feels so whole, feels so peaceful and calm. I'm not carrying around this horrible feeling of, anxiety and there being something so missing in my life that this big hole is is no longer there. Vivian Anderson, thank you so much for agreeing to talk with me twice about your experience and, and being so open about your life. I really, really appreciate it. I wish you the best. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye. Bye. Vivian Anderson is an 88-year-old in Woodburn. Tomorrow on the show, we'll hear about a new collaborative effort led by the University of Oregon. It'll study earthquakes with a focus on the Cascadia subduction zone. If you don't want to miss any of our shows, you can listen on NPR's app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you like to get your podcasts. Our nightly rebroadcast is at 8 p.m. Thanks very much for tuning in to Think Out Loud on OPB and KLCC. I'm Dave Miller. We'll be back tomorrow. Think Out Loud is supported by Steve and Jan Oliva, the Rose E. Tucker Charitable Trust, Ray and Marilyn Johnson, and the Susan Hammer Fund of the Oregon Community Foundation. 